you're stabilizing, then there's a limit how much you're going to grow. So I think there is a middle ground. Yeah. But if you're going to add 25 million in rentals like we did in the last 18 months, you're not going to be able to stabilize very much. You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls, investors, entrepreneurs, and best friends. Two millennial Midwesterners who started a real estate side hustle and now own $40 million in rentals without using any of our own money. Now we're two average guys teaching other people how to use real estate investing to create financial freedom and generational wealth. If you're ready to learn how to take control of your future using real estate investments the simple way and have fun while doing it, you're in the right place. Let's start today's show. Hello, welcome to the Fast Freedom Show. I'm Lucas. And I'm Sam. And did you know to scale or not to scale... That is the question. Wow, that was your first, you know, take at the beginning, and I will give that a B minus. Better than a B minus. Uh, you think? Yeah, I don't think I absolutely crushed it, but pretty, pretty solid. So I you think it's an A minus? A minus is like a ninety three percent. So no. if you did okay. that hundred times, eighty eight to ninety two, I would call that. I'll, I'll give you a solid B. That's the most I'm going. Eighty five. All right, well, I'll take an eighty five. <laughs> I got you up a little bit. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, anyway, today we're going to talk about whether it's the right time to scale or stabilize your rental portfolio and kind of what we are doing with our rental portfolio, because I do think it's different for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to tell you what we're doing, why we're doing it, and maybe some of the, the the points that we make will hit home with you guys. For sure. And did you know, Lucas? Tell me, tell me. I have like a handful of episodes left to write my rap. Like not a lot, like four. I don't really know. We should know that by now. Five, but maybe. Yeah. Um, This is episode like 93, 94, 95, 96. One of those is this episode. And on the 100th episode, I am rapping. Um, Lucas rapped on the 50th 50th episode, so go check that out. We like rushed through the topic and just got to your rap. Yeah, yeah. I will be rapping on the... 100th. And I'm thinking about doing a little little dicky in it. We talked about him. Just get a little auto-tune, go and do a little sing Mm, rap. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) Well, auto-tune, Brad Pitt did it. Yeah, on Dave. (laughs) Yeah. So you're going to do it, I mean... You can't do that live, I don't think. Why not? I think they could do that. Okay. That'd be sick. (laughs) That's just, we'd have to wear headphones. Okay. That'd be fun. I'd never like seen it live happen. Well, you're about to. You're about to be blown away. Maybe on like 150, we should do like a duet, a rap, like back and forth. Maybe by 150, we can get like a real rapper to do it with us. I am a real rapper, Sam. A real rapper that people know about. Okay. That has signed a record label. Gets paid for their endeavors. I think we could get somebody. By hundred, I mean that's maybe not. That's like a couple months. Like we got, you like Chini. we got Dave, uh, Dave. Yeah, maybe Dave Ramsey just called me out. We got. He's con- not a good rapper. No, but we got connection with Robert Kiyosaki now. Maybe getting him, him on. The, <laughs> I'm just saying we're, we're our reach is getting further by the by the day, by the week, by the month. So you never know. We might be able to get a rapper on. Okay. I just had a I'm NHL star sure. reach out to me last night about he just got traded from Scottsdale. Well, the was it Coyotes, Phoenix Coyotes? Is that right? Arizona. Arizona. Coyotes. Yeah. Up to Ottawa and the senators. Yep. And uh, he's like, what should I do with my house? It's an incredible house. We got to chat and should Airbnb it? Should he sell it? Yeah. Bought it for like two nines worth like four or five. His dad wants him to sell it. And he's like, apparently um, he is like incredible. Like Phil and Matt were wigging out. Oh, a good player. He's like top 20 in the league. Um, That's awesome. And he would, they're like, that's insane. He's reaching out to you. Phil's like, I'm the one time I'm only jealous. And uh, the one time I've ever been jealous of you is you're talking to this guy. <laughs> That's so. a good film impression. Yeah. So anyways. So what'd so, you tell him? 
to do with it? Uh, I told him I think he should Airbnb it. Oh, really? And then he was he's like, I maybe wants to invest St. Louis. He thought I was going to get traded to St. Louis. I said, I'll give you advice if you demand a trade to the Blues. Nice. That was funny. So that was fun. And then I think he's going to Airbnb it. Because he probably doesn't need the money from the He doesn't need the, the sale, money. No, he's, right? he's making a lot. For the NHL, I think he's making like five, six million a year, so a lot of money for the yeah. NHL. They don't make near as much as What's the other. What's top athlete. NHL player make like eight, nine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so he's doing really well. Yeah, top ten, top fifteen defenseman in the league. And uh, well, good for him, man. That's super fun. Yeah, I told me Airbnb's it. We'll go out there and we'll uh, we'll stay there during a, a weekend and get some content shot That'd and cool. uh, and talk about real estate because he's like maybe I should just invest in St. Louis. W- like, maybe just ask if if he also raps. I could do that. That. Would, that would be cool. Yeah, Either way, we should have him on. Yeah, no, he's very, uh, very good looking. Me and two, Phil and Phil and Matt, were going into that. We're not going to do that on air right now, but they were. You going are in. on air. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to go to what the thing. They, yeah. Anyways. They were like, yeah, they were, they were, they were, um, what is it? They were, uh, not cheesing. They were, um, they were all about it. They're like, Arizona State didn't win, didn't stand a chance with him because <laughs> it's, that's hilarious. I thought bad, but yeah, he's a good looking cat. Not bad. Anyways. <laughs> all right, let's get back to our topic. Oh yeah, real quick. And, uh, one of the Tuchuk boys, uh, is the captain for Ottawa and he lived, grew up in St. Louis cause Keith Tuchuk played for the blues. And so he's captain of the Senators, and then I think Matt Tuchuk is captain of the Panthers, who's in the finals right now. So yeah. Keith, Matthew's two, amazing, right? Yeah, Keith, yeah. So is uh, the other one, Brady, oh, is really? almost as good. Not quite. Wow. He's, he's a little bit younger. But imagine both of your. I know he was play for the Blues, but both of his boys are captains of NHL teams. Yeah, that is cool. insane. Apparently, his daughter is like better than both of them by far at field hockey. I feel like the more and more. I don't know. Generations come. I think that's gonna happen and be like the the norm because of the training and everything. Yeah, they did man. And just, just like mindset too of it. And yeah, a lot of people you hear about they have like you know professional athletes as parents and stuff. Yeah. yeah. My dad quit basketball in high school to ride horses every morning, so you know, not didn't you, hand you much. Took it a step further. <laughs> yeah, and then maybe Mazier last will take it a step further. There you go. But yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's funny. Cool. So we're going to talk about uh, scaling or stabilizing today. Who is this episode brought to you by? Uh, Prime Corporate Services. You do the pitch. This is your episode. I'm just sitting there on my phone. So, yeah, you are, aren't you? I'm not. Remember, Jaden told us to look at each other more. Look each other in the eyes, yes. The whole episode. Mm -hmm. So uh, Prime Corporate Services, um, (coughs) they do a lot of things. They can uh, set up an LLC. They can do bookkeeping. They can do tax prep, estate planning. And uh, to figure out how they can help you, you can schedule a... Uh, free 30 minute call and, and see 45 minute 45 minute call and see how, uh, where they can help you in your business so free call and you also get a free LLC which is a, a savings of you know between 500 and a thousand bucks depending on where you are so super good deal super bright dudes over there we use them so uh, give them a shout cool so uh scaling or stabilizing so uh it is a constant debate in my head MJ Jordan or MJ LeBron stabilize same thing yeah um, no, I know my answer on that one. Okay, keep going. <laughs> this one's a little uh, um, grayer to me. So we're always talking about with the team, and I feel like we always decide on one thing, and then something pops up, and we go with the other thing. And uh, so we always kind of flip-flop. But that's all right, I think, too, as as we'll talk about when we get to here. But there's pros and cons of, of scaling, and there's pros and cons of stabilizing. And uh, depending on the current needs of your team uh, or the where we're at in the market cycle. So we'll get into that a little bit. So... Let's start with scaling and and growth. Okay. It's kind of the same thing. And we can do this as a little debate if you want. Um, 
first of all, mm, we'll get to that at the end. We'll uh -oh. get to that at the end. All right, scaling your growth. So pros of, of continuing to grow our rental portfolio. So really scaling anything, scaling any part of the business. But uh, the rental portfolio probably comes with the most, I don't know, risk i guess when you're when you're holding an asset and holding a note and have debt associated to it you know there there is some risk associated with that so um the more you grow using the burst strategy the more debt obligations you have at some point right and as as you've i'm sure you followed sam on instagram and TikTok, you, you know our debt obligations right and they're, 25 they're million they're substantial and there's um you know certain metrics we have to hit to be able to continue to add debt and what that what that looks like right so um, but the, but there are, are some pros, I think, to continuing to scale right now. Uh, we've done a great job of scaling over the past 18 months. And to me, or tw 24 even, to me, that was the season of scaling. Okay. And as we've kind of, I don't know, entered to the, this unknown territory at the end of the market cycle, um, maybe it's uh, the, the leaves are changing. Okay. Ooh, Ooh getting into the fall. My goodness. Um, so uh, pros of, of continuing to scale, if we want to do that. Uh, Long-term <laughs> values of the assets will be worth more than they are today. Yes, they Long -term, will. Mm -hmm. Right? So whatever we buy this year, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, it's going to be worth more. I don't a know lot how, more. how else a lot to more. say that. I, I mean, the two ways I say it, and I've looked this up multiple times, pretty much, I, it's, it's not impossible to do, but what I've done, pretty much any point in history, if you buy a single-family rental, house and you maintain it obviously there i think all that goes without saying you don't let it go to, to hell it will be worth at least double in 15 years yeah pretty much any point oh seven at the height 15 years later it was doubled even with that huge dip mm. obviously at the dip it's doubled and even before that so that and then i say every 10 years you and i make two hundred thousand dollars in every rental property with equity growth by the property going up in value with the principal getting paid down and cash flow included in that part as well and tax savings. So um, I say 200 grand every single frame of rental property we buy no matter what. So that's where, we, I mean, we're always, we're never going to not buy. We're always going to at least add one or two mm -hmm. a month and, and kind of add. But when you say scale, you obviously you mean like adding 10, 20 million in Correct. a year. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what you mean by scaling. Not like be intentional about let's grow. Not let's buying grow 20, 20 single family rentals. We're going to buy at least 20 every yep, single year for the for rest sure. of our lives pretty much. So yeah, anyways, though, that's how I say it. So you were saying um, the it's That's it's going to be worth more. Yep, it is. So That's definitely that, a pro. That is a pro if we continue to 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 aggressively grow. Um, and then more revenue. So like as every every house we buy every um, multifamily that we buy br brings in revenue. I'm it, texting Jaden on my phone to come get B-roll for this, so don't get all freaking pissy about it. So uh, with that revenue, um, with, the, with the top line revenue, obviously that's, that's great. We can do multiple things. We can allocate expenses. We can, um, we can, we can grow our team. Uh, not saying we always need to grow our team, but we can put things in place and people in place that make sense to help, help stabilize in the future. But you just have that flexibility when you have income coming in the door. So that, that would be another pro for me. Gives us more options. Gives us more sure. options yep. for sure. Um, the other pro I would say yeah. that is, um, I mean, we kind of hit on earlier, is tax savings. Every rental property you buy, there's tax savings that come along with that. There so, sure are. So we like in to the, in, in the form of a depreciation, is that what you're Depreciation is, is a big tax benefit for sure. So that's yeah, just another thing. Property appreciate, appreciates, but you get depreciation. 
mind blowing. Don't confuse me. I don't understand either of those things. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, though? it is crazy. Yeah. It, that just goes to show that the point that I always say, and we don't want to go down a rabbit hole here, is though that like the the whole freaking world economy is propped up by the by the real estate market because I think that went to show. No wait, U.S. real estate market crashed. The whole world economy crashed. And yeah. right now, it it people and the government and the IRS and the, everybody wants a real estate market to be successful because it props everything up. What else that saying? When the real estate market sneezes, the whole economy catches a cold. So, anyways, that roundabout way to say the IRS and they give you so many things like depreciation like um, you know tax loopholes like 1031 tax exchange there's so many things that the tax code and the government like and allow you to do by owning real estate that's sure. telling you they want you to own more real estate awesome so long-term values that go up pro uh, more revenue pro uh, increased tax savings pro uh, any other pros for continuing th- to aggressively scale right now? I think those are the pros. Record those are the pros. Record those are the pros. I was gonna be like, oh my goodness! I just killed it. You just crushed it to the dome. To Celsius. the dome. I'm gonna be talking so fast. Let's soon. go. We better get this thing going because I'm gonna be talking hey, quick. Might be a long he one. He said, "Do it one more time." Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, right. Sam's pounding Celsius in here and getting some B rolls. So, oh goodness. <laughs> okay. That All missed. right. I right. just sprayed all over you. That'd be all right. Oh, bet it would. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Goodness. Okay. Cons <laughs> of scaling and aggressively growing. It's right not now. good to not have me be the quarterback or the um, point guard because you're doing that now. I just freaking take it everywhere. Take it. We haven't like really talked about so like it's better. Like you're more disciplined and like you let me do my stupid crap when I'm like the one quarterback and your quarterback this episode is going everywhere. I think there's a when when you run point. Um, which I like you running point in this. It makes a lot of sense. Well, I make that. But I think it's like perfect amount of turbulence. But if you're not running point, it's like too much. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot, right? Especially when I just take a whole Celsius. Like, it's, been, it's been 15 minutes. We're on the third bullet. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like 10 more bullets to get to. No, All right, go. One. Let's go. Um, so cons of scaling or aggressively growing right now. Um, seeing where we are in the market cycle there could be a possible short-term loss in value, which mm-hmm. could create some sort of challenges over the next, you know, six to three years, let's say. You know, could yeah. be upside down on a note. You yeah, that's that's the thing. So the short-term dip isn't really a big deal. In my opinion, you don't lose your money on anything unless you have to sell it or refinance it. So that's where yeah. it could get sticky. And that's where I believe we're going to see quite the commercial uh, real estate value dip and quite the commercial crash that everybody's talking about that may affect the residential side is a lot of these three and five year arms are coming up. Yeah. Interest rates are higher. Values have gone down. That is arms a recipe. and balloons. Yes. That is a recipe so for a lot gotta, of issues. They can't only uh, readjust their rate. They got to completely refinance or sell. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. there's not as much demand for commercial right now. So that's kind of a little thing that's going on I kind of in the background I would say but yeah I do believe the commercial real estate industry is going to get hit pretty hard and I believe it is um, I don't think that it'll affect residential a ton I just they're different maybe on the apartment side a yeah, little bit I not get, the stuff that we buy probably but like those bigger 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 ones maybe? huge ones yeah but yeah. like that's going to advantage of being under 50 so I do agree it's short term so overall it's not a huge deal I think single family will be fine most apartments will be okay but if you have a note coming due yeah. um could create like, some challenges. And that was why it was huge of us, and we would be okay because the values have still gone up to get that seven, nine-year yeah. notes that we got. Yeah, we're sitting at pretty good LTV these days, my yes. friend. I'm going to rerun it at the beginning of July, 
Because I got a feeling we're over that forty-five million. Because I was like, uh, maybe. Because maybe. I, you said you were running that twenty-seven pack, and we were like, oh, I know it's just one, but we were you were we were way less on ours. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what that is. Cool. Cool. Um, other con of uh, continuing Look to grow right now: just limited cash flow on day one, with increase in interest rates. So it's just harder to find deals right now. So if you're if you're pushing deals and trying to make deals deals that aren't deals, um, you're going to have limited cash flow or negative cash flow. So, um, you know, one year ago, two year ago, years ago, five years ago, you could find a $200, $300 net cash flow after all expenses and mortgages pretty easily. Mm-hmm. You know, right now it's hard to find something that cash flows $30 a month. Yep. So um, the cash flow that you're adding to your portfolio is, is much littler than it was a little bit ago. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where I don't know if it's going, and i not pretending to be able to predict the future, but I don't know if we're ever going to have all of those things happening that were happening that allowed that easy to cash flow. I yeah. think it's always been a little bit tougher, you know, from whenever to 2000 and, you know, 17, 18. I, I think it's always been a little bit tougher to cash flow. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think, you know, being able to walk into three, 400 bucks a month cash flow for people yeah. to manage themselves, I think those days are not as, um, are, I don't know if they're ever going to come back, but if you can get 100, 150 bucks, truly oh, yeah. net, 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 truly net, 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 yep. then buy that damn thing because of all the pros we talked about. All the pros, yeah. Day one is the lowest cash flow you'll ever have. So instead of looking at it at, at a snapshot on the first day that you buy it, you know, we've been projecting out what these rentals are going to do for our portfolio over time. So, um, all right, third con real quick for scaling and aggressively growing right now. Um, more high interest short-term money or cash tied up in acquisitions and improvements. Uh, so a, a decrease in liquidity, I would call that. Um, you know, it's kind of where we've been living, honestly, in the past two, three years, because we have been aggressively growing. We've been fine with it. It's just something else to manage. And the market's been good. So if the market doesn't, that isn't as good, you know, that decreased liquidity be, could become an issue, right? And we could have have, have some moving and shaking to do. But... Um, yeah, I would consider that a con as well. Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of, I, I definitely think it's a con. And um, my opinion, as long as you're still buying good assets, that's the least of the cons. But it is a con for sure. I think the other two are 40, 40, and 20. There's my there percentages. There you go. And I think all of the cons on scaling and growing are are more short-term issues. So just don't over leverage and be don't okay. Don't over leverage in the short term and think big picture. <laughs> And uh, you you keep buying quality assets and manage them right. Long term, you're going to be okay, but short term, there might be some struggles. Look at that bleeding. Why are you bleeding, Sam? Because I, I had like a you know, like little hang like piece of skin and I ripped it off. Did you rip off. it or bite it off? I ripped it. Okay. More mainly, because when you rip it, it makes you blue. You bite it usually just like you know bite it to the nub, kind yeah. of like you're cutting it. I like think that would be a smart thing. But to I do. ripped it out like the root. Oh man, well that's gonna like burn all weekend. I'm a man so now. Yourself, broken rib man. Yes, it's. About 80% there still hurts to lay on it. All right, so that was scaling and growing. So let's talk about stabilizing. Okay, stabilize. Stabilization. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk pros here. Um, So pros of stabilizing versus aggressively growing right now. Uh, We get a focus on property management operations and increasing cash flow. Um, You know, in owning a rental portfolio or property management or, yeah, in owning investment real estate, Property management is where you make your money. If you get efficient in managing expenses and minimizing turnover and quickly turning properties and getting them released to awesome tenants, um, the more likely you are to, to cash flow. 
And if you could have the best assets in the world, and if you don't have good property management, you're not going to cash flow. Yeah, I think prop like so owning rental properties has is not passive, um, or you know eventually can be kind of passive, but the passive part is the long term wealth that just happens in the bathroom background. But the um, management part, that is the active part, and that's where you can get efficient. And, you know, we don't really care too much about cash flow, obviously, yeah. in our rentals because we're still trying to figure out exactly how much we cash flow. Um, but, yes, the active part you can get efficient with and just, just gives you a little bit more wiggle room. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, a lot of, you know, when you're acquiring, um, this this is one of my other bullets, but when you're acquiring and constructing and, adding so much it takes a lot of focus away from that mm -hmm. and um you know it, 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 it that that part of the business could could definitely lack and therefore your cash flow could decrease so um i think that's why it's important to focus on that right now and i think it adds value real quick to yep. your portfolio we talked about that some bigger deals we've been looking at buying and mm -hmm. selling yes the more cash flow you have a your Net income goes up, so your cap rate goes up if it's if that's how you're selling it, if it's a multifamily. But even single families, a package is much more valuable if it cash flows. So it's not yeah. only helping your active income, it's making that entire asset or portfolio much more valuable. Good point. Boom. Great I was point. really tired for a minute after Celsius, so it kind of scares me. I feel like I'm going to just shoot right up. <laughs> All right. I hope you do. I, it would scare me more if you didn't shoot back if up. If I stayed You just smashed the Celsius and like went to sleep. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. All right, so like Sam said, saying making things more valuable and then capitalizing on when those things are more value and maybe making a sell, sale and increase making a sale on assets that don't quite fit your model anymore and increasing that liquidity and cash position for, you know, maybe some bumpy roads ahead, but maybe not, right? But uh, I think just increasing that liquidity will allow us to be more aggressive here in the near future uh, after we stabilize a little bit. Perfect. All right, and then, yeah, so putting these larger deals together and finding the money, structuring the deals, taking it down, taking over the tenants. You know, it's a lot of effort that's outside of the day-to-day -day operations. So um, it pulls both of our time away from other parts of the business uh, for a while, which is okay mm -hmm. um, because I love doing that stuff and I see how important it is for us long-term. But um, when we're not doing that, you know, it allows us to focus on maybe not other aspects of the rental business, but other other businesses like allows you to make more content or allows me to focus on our flipping business a little more or be more involved with faster freedom so um i think there's some other advantages there that there's an roi yeah no i agree i think it's we have limited time in a day so if you can not be doing too many things you know we can probably do just making up numbers here like you know eight really quality things in a day we can't do 30 so yeah, yeah we're, you're just minimizing some outward things by and being able to focus on other things so yeah that makes sense to me cool cons uh i only have one con you might have more but uh it's 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 a big one and it goes with the pros of scaling and, and growing but one of the cons if we decide to stabilize and not grow is uh possibly miss out on equity growth you know if we buy a whole bunch of stuff aggressively grow it's not this possibly we're missing out on future equity growth yeah well i guess that could be possibly short-term equity growth yeah uh definitely long-term yes equity for sure growth. um uh, appreciation and debt pay down with the assets we choose to pass on. So um, there's some deals that right now we 
we're we're probably well spoiler alert, we're probably choosing this stabilization route in a way here that we are just choosing unless to there's pass a good on, deal that even, comes across our yeah, plate then we're gonna buy of it of course so. as we usually do yes but the, the average unless there's a smoking deal that comes across our plate okay but the average deal that we get sent in our mailbox you know multiple times a week well you know we're not even analyzing no, them right now we're not. So it's not it's not just not top priority so um i got yeah. another one yeah it's i i think you'll like it okay it is another con for stabilization yep what you got it's fun to it's fun to grow it's not as fun to stabilize yeah. in my opinion i think you even think that you're oh, yeah. you're more you're more of the like i don't know the right word the more of the integrator issue yeah. like so like that kind of stabilization and getting ducks in a row and getting things stabilized which actually i kind of like too but um it's just it's still not as fun as growing and analyzing new deals and negotiating and raising the money and meeting our lenders at the bar for drinks trying to yeah. convince them to give us money and checking out properties and seeing what it's going to do so and it's not a, a huge one but it's it's not as fun to just kind of sit idle on the sidelines i agree but i'm going to play devil's advocate as well okay um, I'm going to say there's multiple ways to grow and it doesn't always have to come with increasing assets, right? We can sell some, pay off some houses, increase cash flow, which increases, you know, cash in our but pocket. growing assets is fun. It, that, sure. it, of course it's fun. So we're not doing that but one part that of That one part. But there's other ways to grow and other things to focus on. And um, yeah, mid our rental company, Midwest Property Group, is, you know, just part of its property management. The other part is acquiring and, and rehabbing. Mm -hmm. So um, the acquiring and rehabbing part was the part that we're kind of starting to just slow down a little bit. Like Sam said, we'll always be adding single families because um, we got a machine and faster house that feeds that. Um, but this is more talking about those large chunks. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, ask me. So I think I know the answer to how you just said it. So what would you say if somebody was had one rental? Which, what should they do? Single, yes absolutely yes, now, now there's yeah. still i agree there's still plenty of deals out there yeah maybe not those walking into 400 dollars a month cash flow but there's still plenty of deals out there that you can add and it's a lot i get it may not sound like compared to what, what we're doing yeah but if i yeah. mean there's no reason why somebody it's beginning of june there's no reason why somebody that has the right connections especially if they're in the mentorship and have the exact directions yeah. what to do they can't buy two or three or four rentals this year which is a lot especially if yeah. you have one but there's no way you shouldn't be able to add a handful of rentals this year if well, which i'm saying like that would get you from zero to five or one to six like you know maybe not by 30 but yeah I, and i think we preface this with that everybody's situation and portfolio is different what would you say to somebody who has 35 40 doors and wants to get to 100 in the next five years i would i mean again if they have somebody like dusty which is that number that yeah. has you know great equity and great cash flow i would say keep growing but if you don't have any of that then um yeah i would i would stabilize i think it just kind of and i think he already kind of went through a stabilization he phase you know he where grow. he wasn't adding a whole bunch and then grow so all these come in cycles so we'll maybe we're in the the season of stabilization and then once we feel like we're we got our feet under us and we'll boom grow and then we'll kind of get out ahead of our feet a little bit and kind of slow down we're and always stabilize a little bit over our and then skis boom. When we grow. yep exactly so it's it's a cycle and it's never going to be perfect um but uh so i i wrote down a question here for us does it have to be one or the other or can you do both at the same time i think like anything else there's nuance to it but i do think if you're focused just on growth like we have been you're not going to be as worried about like cash flow per door and every little thing so i think you can do both i think you can stabilize and grow but i think there's 
if you're growing, there's a limit to how what much you're going to stabilize. And if you're stabilizing, then there's a limit to how much you're going to grow. So I think there is a middle ground. Yeah. But if you're going to add 25 million in rentals like we did in the last 18 months, you're not going to be able to stabilize no, very much. No, and we, and we weren't. And no. That's, that's why we need to focus so on if, it. But could we have, so could we have added $10 million and stabilize and grow? Probably. But, I mean, that's probably not this year. Yeah. I, well, there you go. That's the fun part I was yeah. talking about. But yeah. um, I don't know. I'm still confident that it's we're seven months left in this year. I'm still very confident that we are going to probably add another 50 doors somewhere somehow. You think so? Yes. What do you think it'll be? Because we'll be, probably add another 10 at least one-offs, right? I think it'll be like a package, or maybe I think we'll get a package of 15, 20 houses or like a 24-unit apartment somewhere along the way. That's a good that deal. That sounds beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think we can do that. That's So that's stabilize. the middle ground. So yeah. that's as long as we're not adding freaking literally that. I think in one of the, the 25 million I'm talking about, I think I did content on, I think in eight months, one eight-month period, we had like 13 million real estate. So as long as we're not doing that. And we're like, here, property management team, good luck. Yeah, so yeah. as long as... I think we can and we will play the middle ground. I don't think we'll ever, or I should say that, I don't think not ever, but I don't think for a long time we will not grow. I think we'll always grow. We'll just, how much we open up the floodgates or not. We'll always grow much more aggressively than most people, um, but we won't grow as quickly this year, I don't think. Yeah, another part of it is staying within our core focus and our niche. Like when we buy two storage facilities and throw it on the property management team, they're like, how do we, how do mm. we manage this? Like it, uh, we have our... Two of our property managers are out today. Oh, gosh. We got Travis having a baby. And Devin's we out. We got Devin out on vacation. So um, our integrator, COO, Frock, is taking the He's taking running the, the show. He's and like, I got like calls. seven storage calls today. That's funny. He's, which is good. Everybody wants a, a unit. But um, it just shows how much effort it takes because we just don't have the system um, because we haven't stabilized that size of That's why of we're selling yet. the storage. That's why we're selling the storage. So where I was going with that is, you know, adding 40 single families is nothing we already got the process we're already we already know what to do there probably the same thing with apartment units so sticking to our niche i think is going to be super important to be able to stabilize and grow at the same time niches get stitches and riches and bitches and wind up in ditches Ooh, see they ready for my suspicious. about the liches <laughs> I, don't know what that yeah, I don't know that either uh, All right, man. Well, what would you think of my episode? I think you did good. I will give I will give your intro an 85. I will give your episode a 90. Okay. I'll take an A. Yeah. Let us know what you all think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Give us a share. I know we like, I don't know how many people. I know we get like 1,000, 2,000 people listen to each episode. I don't know how many people still listen at this point. But if you are and you have not shared an episode with a friend, I feel like you will at least be entertained at our craziness and you'll hopefully learn a little bit. So share this episode. Don't even worry about reviewing rating. Just freaking share this episode with five people. It's really not that hard. They can literally ignore the text message or mark it as read and not look at it. But share it with five people. That would really help us out. Just we would really like, appreciate listen it. listen to how crazy these cats yeah, are. Yeah, these, these guys are nutsacks. They know real estate a little bit, but they're definitely crazy. Yes, yeah. for sure. All cool. right, you want to shoot? Our... I will because you're up two right now. So it's what do you think? It's like if we had to put a score, on, I would stop keeping a tally. Sixty-six to sixty-four. No, we don't. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, probably about right. I mean, because we this is our ninety-fifth episode. I would give say it's probably more like seventy-five, seventy-three or something. We're we've done this pretty much every episode. Actually, I've done some without you. So yeah, maybe like seventy to seventy-two. So you think you're shooting seventy-five percent? Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No. I would say I'm shooting at least. I would least, love to see that. I would at least 60%. Yeah. We're more than half. You were more than half. 
All right. Go All right. ahead. We go, we go one for two a lot, two for two a decent amount, zero for two very, very rarely. Yeah. You're so, about to go zero for two. No, I'm not. I'm feeling it. That first one was bad earlier yeah. today. All right, go. What you got, bro? All right. Oh, yes. Oh, four, two. This How could did that get a, miss? This could get us to one. How did that miss? It skimmed. It was right on it, just a touch short. Here goes Prim. Way long. Gosh, damn it. I'm used Still to that. Still up, too. That's what she said. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes, along with all our social media handles, so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show. 